0: Thank you for listening to the Praise Family of Churches podcast. We have physical buildings throughout Oregon in Monmouth, McMinnville, Eugene, Mitchell, and Willamina, but our community extends around the world. If you would like more information about any of our churches, please visit (laughs) www.praiseonline.net. Thank you, Jessica and Ruff Ruff, the amazing and brave dog. The crime-fighting dog. <laughs> we're so proud of our children's workers. They're doing such a good job. So excited to see what's going on in our kids' ministry. Can I just tell you a little story about my life right now? It's about weeds, too, and I just, uh, I have to just tell you. Uh, about two and a half years ago, we had a, uh, we put in our yard and our grass, and we were going to have a reunion. It would be two years ago this summer. We had a reunion on my wife's family on my mother-in-law's side were coming. Some were coming from Idaho and particularly Uncle Wilbur and Nadine were coming. Uncle Wilbur is an amazing yard man. He has the best yard and the, he's famous for his flowers and his, just his beautiful lawn. and he was coming to our house for a reunion and going to stay in our place and look at my yard the whole time. So I made a joke about it with my wife. I said, Lila, we have to get this yard Wilbur ready because he's coming and I wanna make sure it's, you know, I wanna make sure it impresses him because he's he's somebody I wanna impress. So we, uh, Dave Cower, my friend, mixed up a really good batch of seed for me, and we, we planted it, and the seed was growing, and the grass was just amazing. It was about a year old by this time, and, and uh, it was thick, and gorgeous and dark green and people were walking on it at the reunion when uncle wilbur came he mentioned how beautiful it was and and uh, the people were walking on the grass in their bare feet and they'd say what is this what kind of grass is this it's like carpet it's beautiful and and i would you know i was all kind of full of my own little pride and i just said yeah yeah i wish water it and take care of it and And I do my best. You know, did you happen to know I I used to farm and this is my little farming project and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, we were going to have another reunion this year and it got canceled. I'm so glad it got canceled because I have had an infestation of crabgrass. It is, I stand before you a broken man. I I can't have the lawn I want right now. My yard looks like it has the measles. I've got these light spots because I'm killing the crabgrass all over. Now, instead of people stopping by and just remarking how beautiful our lawn is, I get the pity remarks. Just yesterday, I had ladies stop by and she looked at and she says, "Oh, I'm so sorry you have you have crabgrass." And I said, "Yeah, I I do." So, I <laughs> when this parable came up as the story of weeds, oh, it hit home. And so I want to just deal with uh, deal with this issue and and read this parable because I certainly am impacted by it today. So let's turn to Matthew uh, 13 and read it, uh, starting at verse 24. And Jesus, it starts out saying, Jesus told him another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted to form heads and then the weeds also appeared, well, verse 27 says this. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where did where did the weeds come from? Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you, were pu- while you are pulling up weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let them both grow together until harvest. And I'll tell the harvesters first to collect the weeds and then tie them in bundles to be burned, and then gather the wheat into my barn. This is an interesting parable. There's all kinds of layers of of truth in here. Uh, The the farmer sowed the seeds, and then his servants went out and blamed him and said, didn't you use good seed? I mean, there's all kinds of nuances here to the crazy life we're living right now. Everybody wants to know the reason everything's going on. Well, my first point to you is I hate weeds and you do too, it's something that is difficult. Uh, Maybe not lawn weeds, they are tough, but I'm talking about things in our life that we didn't want or we didn't welcome. Things that show up out of the blue, that life doesn't go how how we planned it, we had so many high expectations of accomplishing this or accomplishing that. And then we have things come our way. Maybe there's circumstances or job losses or family tragedies or just things that we didn't plan. And I, I wanna just call them weeds today because they are things that we have to come to terms with. When I was in landscaping class in high school, I, I went to South Albany High School and we had a, a, an elective called landscaping and I took the class And I remember the test, one of the questions on the test was the definition of a weed. And a definition of a weed is something that is in a place that you don't want it. Now, I was always thinking a weed was like dandelions or Canadian thistles or leafy spurge or whatever. But it's just something that's not in the place you want it. Like a rose bush in the middle of your lawn is a weed because you don't want it there. Well. This is what I'm talking about with weeds, and that's, I think, what what happened to this parable. The, the farmer went out and sowed weeds. Something came up that he didn't plan. He didn't want those weeds. He was disappointed, and he hated it. He didn't like it, but he had to come to terms with it. That's where we're at right now. So the, the first point is that we don't like them, and we hate them. We hate weeds. Ugh, they get in our way. And the second thing I wanted to say is that you. You have opposition. This farmer planted his field, and then while everyone was sleeping, his enemy, I don't know who that was, but somebody, if my neighbor is planting crabgrass seed in my yard, you better watch out. I'm coming for you, because this is not something, he had an enemy that went out and planted weeds in his field. What a deal. Oh, but here's the scoop. You have opposition. Get over it we have to get over it we have to put on our big boy pants here and realize that we are engaged in the kingdom and we're engaged in the in the calling of god we have things to accomplish for his sake and people's lives to be set free from their bondage and their sin this is a, there's a lot at stake and you have an opposition to that the enemy of our soul scripture talks about the devil he roars around like a, prow, a prowling lion at seeing who he can devour, he is our enemy. He is a, in opposition to us. And we have to determine in our heart that this is worth it, right? We are going to understand. This farmer had an enemy that came out and tried to distract him with weeds, tried to reduce his harvest by sowing a bunch of weeds. When Melila and I were in Montana, we had a, a youth group. It was um, uh, pretty wild and crazy youth group. There were kids, We were only church in town, basically, and so we had a lot of people uh, send their kids with us on choir tour. In fact, we, we used choir tour. It was an event where we got on a school bus, and it grew. We actually had two school buses, and we'd drive out to the Oregon coast and then stop at homeless shelters and do skits and things along the way. But these weren't all, like, church kids. Most of these kids were just kids we gathered up in town, and we wanted them to go because on this trip, we would have a couple days, we'd stay out at the beach, and we'd have real heart-to-heart talks about who the Lord is, and they would learn to know Jesus. I still get emails and, and texts from people that are now in their middle age saying how great it was for them to be on choir tour, and it was the best times of their life, and they knew Jesus because of that really a cool thing but the week we would get ready to leave was just like always so difficult uh, kids who we thought were going to go all of a sudden had tragedies that couldn't go or they would get sick or different things would take place or families would be arguing and even our family would have difficulty time in times of getting everything prepared or jobs would just we just had so much to do, and I remember one time Lila looking at me says, "Oh, wait a minute! This is the week before choir tour, and when you're getting ready to have a choir tour and impact kids for for God and have really great inroads into their life, they have an enemy, and we had an enemy, and then you just you just could feel it all stirred up." So Lila says, "Oh, wait a minute! This we have we have to just pray about this." So we we pray, talk to the Lord about it, and then trust Him with it. See this. This is what you do. And this is what this farmer did. When he found out he had weeds growing up, he just said, well, I'm just going to relax here because I can't really tear, pull them up now. I'm just going to let God sift it out. Hey, can I just challenge you? If you're going through a difficult time, trusting God is the most important thing you can do. And it sounds like you're doing nothing, but what you are is you're actively putting your faith in him and letting him know that you are going to just rely on him for the outcome that's what this farmer did the the servant said hey do you want us to go pull him up and straighten out the field and he said, no 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 because you're going to pull up and destroy some of the good stuff when you're trying to pull up the weeds anytime we try to take control and do it in our own strength we end up damaging more than we than we really wanted to and I just think this is a great lesson in this parable about just trusting God for the harvest so yeah, I hate weeds. And yes, you are opposed. And it's just one of those things you have to get over. And and if you're not careful, we can be distracted and focus on the opposition when we should focus on the Lord. I remember being raised in a little church and it was kind of a dysfunctional thing because they were, uh, that was in the days when the Soviet Union was uh, aiming nuclear weapons at us, and we were like uh, hiding under desks with bomb drills, and and the end of the world was really a fear that everyone had. And I remember this church bringing all that fear into the class, Sunday school class, and I was a, too too young to go to little kids and too old to really be there, but they were talking about the Antichrist and how he was probably already here and how our social security numbers are probably our mark of the beast. And we were just like, we were just, I remember so often just being overwhelmed with all the bad information. And then one uh, little lady stood up and it was really wonderful. She said, I don't care who the Antichrist is. I just wanna know who the Christ is. And I just wanna focus on Jesus. And I thought, that is the right way to live. See, when you have a weed in your life, when you have a, something that's there that you don't want there, you can focus on it all you want. But if you focus on the Lord, then your life will get better and things will t- work out the way it needs to be. So you're opposed and now focus on the Lord and who he is. And the third thing is this is a, <laughs> my best thing that I want to tell you today is Jesus knows all about it. He knows all about it. Your hardships before you, after you, on the side—he knows you, and he knows all about the the things in your life that are not working out the way you want them to be. He gets it. He understands, and he knows. Um, see, he's not your enemy; he is your friend, and he's on your side. This is important to remember—that Jesus knows all about it. Harvest takes place at the end of the season. Can I just tell you that it's a long season sometimes that we work and we serve, and we try to make things happen and we try to (laughs) grow our crops, we try to tend our fields, we try to make everything work out, and then there's a harvest at the end. And maybe you're discouraged that maybe your life hasn't been all it should be or you've had ideas and things that you wanted to take place and it just hasn't come together for you yet. Can I just ask you to have faith and trust in God that he knows all about it? and he also knows this harvest is coming. Harvest is such a great time at the end of the season. It just it just happens so fast. Ever, all the crops get brought into the barn and and yeah, the weeds the weeds get separated out. and the things that are valuable and eternal are there. So, Uncle Wilbur. Uh, He's about ninety-three, so I'm not sure he's gonna make it back to my place to look at my grass and help me with my crabgrass. But if he showed up at my place, I know he would be helpful, and he would be encouraging to me. He would just he would feel sorry for me because he knows how (laughs) what battle it is. But he would be very encouraging and blessing me with all kinds of words of wisdom and all that stuff. Can I just tell you, if you might have some imperfections going on in your life, but the Lord wants you to know that he knows about it and he's with you and he's gonna help you through it. I'm gonna have such a great lawn probably next year, but I just want you to know that I, I have great hope for what the future has for each of us as we get past this time in our culture, and our society, there's gonna be great days ahead that we're gonna look back and say, wow, we really learned a lot there. God has done amazing things. In fact, I've already heard so many great things from people talking to their neighbors more, talking to their families more, and they're focusing on all the good things and the important things because they are getting to a place of trusting Jesus and resting in Him. They're not trying to find the blame or who's responsible, but they're trying to just trust the Lord. That's our challenge today: is to just trust the Lord with the weeds that are in your life, the things that are difficult, and let Him take it from here. Could I just pray with you? Because I, I want to pray that God would that God would just give you the peace that you need to get through this time, and also the direction. And let's focus on Him. And as the Robin, Rob leads us in the worship. Could we just? Uh, Worship the Lord and release to him those things in us that we need to trust God with, okay? So Jesus, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you that you know all about us. We thank you that even though there's things in our life we just can't hardly handle or we hate, there's things that are just difficult. We know you know about them. And so we wanna trust you with the details and with the ultimate harvest. And we thank you for it, would you give each person out there in their homes where they're at the grace that they need to get through this next week and this next time in their life in your name we pray